I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Oh my gosh, guys, this conversation today is going to be life-changing for you, so holy, as we have been just beginning to pray for this time together today, before we came on air, Holy Spirit has made himself very known and he wants to massively empower your life today. I have the joy and pleasure of speaking to one of the most amazing men of God that I have had the privilege of getting to know in more recent times, another brother who is just absolutely sold out for Jesus. He spends his life pouring out to empower us all to take our position, step into the promises of God and govern from a place of secure identity and deep relationship with Jesus. He is the founder of Men on the Front Lines. He's an international author, speaker, TV presenter, podcast show host. He's just an amazing man of God. It's my joy to welcome into today's conversation again, Robert Hodgkin. Robert, welcome. Hi, Liz. How are you, my friend? I am great. I am absolutely great. And I'm super excited and I can feel Holy Spirit pouring out already. So I wanted to do a deep dive right from the get go, Robert, and just ask you, when you were on our international mentoring community recently, you brought uh, a recent prophetic word that Jesus has given you that is so life changing, so equipping and powerful. And it's every, I mean, so many of us as prophets at the moment are feeling the governance of the Lord, the equipping, the empowering to take position from that place of intimacy. And so I know this is about waking the warrior inside of us, right? That was the, that was the language you used. And so can I ask you, will you unpack for us? Will you share with us what the Lord's shown you? And then I'd love for you to just go into the first key of the five that I know the Lord gave you, which are just super empowering, activational pieces of revelation, really. So can you share with us like what, what's the Lord been talking to you about? Yeah, absolutely, Liz. It was uh, it was a word he gave me, and it's not a long word, but it's a profound word. And it's a word that's promised, but it's also a word that's warning. And that's what I think is so weighty about this word. I was doing some things around the house and all of a sudden the Lord spoke very, very clearly to me. And he said, tell my people in this season, they will be a David or, and his voice trailed off. And it wasn't that he stopped speaking. It wasn't that he became indiscernible. There was a weight to this or, and it so got my attention. I immediately grabbed my yellow legal pad and my pen, and I sat down on the couch to unpack things with the Lord. And as no one will be surprised, he immediately took me into 1 Samuel 17 and showed me how, because we are in a season of warfare, because we are in a season where we can clearly see that the enemy has awoken his demonic, wicked, unrighteous, dark giants in the land, God is waking up his giant slayers. And one of the things we must realize that he wants us to realize, the promise is 
We can be used. God wants to use each and every one of us profoundly and powerfully as a giant slayer in the land so that all the wickedness, all the unrighteousness, all the darkness, all the demonic powers and principalities that we see so clearly strutting about openly mocking our God, acting as if they had the authority and the power, this is a season for us in seeing them to partner with God to slay them and to get our minds around. We're seeing them clearly clearly, because we're here to work in God's power and authority and to his glory to tear these things down that have been coming against our cities, our nations, and our world. That's the promise of this word. The warning of this word, the or, is he wants to wake us up to, this is a season of warfare, and we are the army of God. And seasons of warfare are not a woe is me season. Seasons of warfare are not a season of, oh no, the enemy's winning and advancing. Seasons of warfare are when God blesses us with battles because he entrusts us to co-labor with him to advance his kingdom in the earth in great and glorious ways. That's what seasons of warfare are about. And God oh. wants us to know this is what we're here for. This is our position in him. This is our job, actually, as dominion stewards, as kingdom agents of impact. We're on earth to advance the kingdom. So we need to be aware that we are the army of God. And if we're not actively co-laboring with God as a David to slay the giants, he wants to warn us that we've allowed the enemy to sideline us. And like the army of God in 1 Samuel 17, if we're not going up against the giant, he wants to gently address the fact that we're not doing our job. Not to shame us, not to make us guilty or condemned, but to wake us up that we're here to be giant slayers, and this is the time to slay giants. Oh my gosh, that's super empowering. I love how you come from the perspective of victory, you know, and your perspective there, it just removes that uh, that thinking that we can get into where the enemy will come against us and we think we're on the back foot and we think, oh man, we're in another battle and we, we almost can become like a victim in it. Yeah. But actually what you're doing there is reframing our perspective to understand, no, actually from it, from the, from the perspective of heaven, this is what warfare is about. And this is how we should posture ourselves inside. And this is the perspective we should live from. So powerful, Robert. Oh my gosh. Because it is, isn't it? It's about eviction of darkness from the planet because we actually are the ones that have dominion authority here. Yeah. Like you said, we're agents of dominion authority to bring the kingdom on earth. And the Lord's really waking us up to understand this is the all of us. I mean, whatever level we've been at, you know, there's there's a different strength that's coming into us now, isn't there? We're, yeah. we're, we're like it says in Daniel, we're the shining ones rising to reveal the beauty and splendor and wisdom, majesty of who our God actually is reigning through shining. You know, it's just so powerful. Okay, so the key, the keys the Lord gave you, there were there were like five principal areas of revelation if I remember one that that were um that really were activational yes. so to to enable us to to become the Davids to step into position right now powerfully so will you share number one like because I know that I remember I don't remember all of them but I remember they were super powerful and I remember the first one particularly yeah absolutely when I spent time with the Lord and he took me through first Samuel 17 he showed me things that David's do and he showed me things that David's don't do and they're all his way of equipping and empowering us for this hour so we can be giant slayers and the first thing was David's know who they are 
Davids are absolutely aware that they've been handpicked by God to be here now to deal with what we have beheld. David knew when he came to the battlefield, he was sent to the battlefield as an errand boy, but he knew he came as a king. He knew after Samuel had anointed him king of all Israel, that he knew that that was a leadership role, but a servant leadership role. He knew he had been anointed to serve God, God's purposes, and God's people. So it was okay if he went to the backside of nowhere the next day as a shepherd boy again. He shepherded as a king. He dealt with the lion and the bear as a king. He came to the battlefield that day, sent as an errand boy, but when he saw there was a problem confronting Israel, he knew who he was. He knew what he'd been anointed to do, so he stepped out into it. He didn't need anybody else to know he knew. And in this hour, it's important that we know who we are. And we already touched on this, Liz. It's important that we know, according to Genesis 1, 26 through 28, that we are God's dominion stewards. We are his kingdom agents of impact. We have been handpicked by God to be here now, to not only perceive the darkness and the deep darkness, not only behold it, but to allow the kingdom to arise in us, the glory of the Lord to appear upon us, so we can co-labor with God and move in his power and his authority all to his glory to slay the giants that we see in our land we need to know we're the army of god and we've been equipped that all authority has been given to jesus in the heavens and the earth but he gives it to us for his church to his glory we need to know that so we don't become victims which is easy to do and hey god never gives me a word i don't need so, you know, all the battles we have going on in my family right now, in my nation right now, God wanted to remind me to arise as a giant slayer, to shake off any victim mentality, and to deal with the darkness that I'm seeing. We must know who we are, and we must know that we are here to deal with what we are seeing. Yeah, so powerful. I mean, when you were speaking then, Robert, I could actually feel the spirit of God being like rising inside of people. Can we just take a second there yes. and just, would you just call that forth in people, that warrior, the spirit of God? Because I could actually feel the anointing of God going on you guys shifting. So just receive this. Lord, in your mighty name, Jesus, I break off the assignment of fear that would cause people to take on a victim mentality. And I release faith faith, faith. And I say, heroes arise, champions of God arise. Those who have been called in this hour, handpicked by God in this hour as his giant slayers, let faith arise. And everything that has come against you, seeing yourself as God sees you in this hour and for this hour, I break that off of you. And I speak over you that you are a champion, you are a warrior, you are a conqueror, you are called, you are equipped, and you are freed and loose to go and be the giant slayer God has handpicked pick you to be right here right now all fear be broken off of you all intimidation of the enemy be broken off of you and shift now into seeing everything from faith and victory knowing you're here to execute and legislate that victory of jesus in every area of your life and in every area that you see be a looser of light and a bringer of victory in jesus's name oh amen amen when you were when you were decreeing and just calling us all forth i could actually um, I saw the Lord releasing arrows, li mm. literally releasing Ooh. arrows to people and, and revelation. And it was and I saw you like um like people shooting bows and arrows and every one of us were mm. pulling out the arrow and releasing the arrow with precision, accuracy and hitting the mark and hitting the mark. And so there's going to be such an empowering, 
equipping to be able to just release the word of God and the authority of God with accuracy. And you will hit the mark every single time. This is what's happening now is this the power of who we are, the, the realization of that is being established inside of us. Oh, my gosh. Okay, key number two. All right. So number one, David's know who they're, who they are. The key number two, David's know who their God is. And this sounds like a dub, but it's really important. David said the, the God who was with me when I slayed the bear, the God who was with me when I slayed the giant or the, the, the lion, he's the same God with me today. We need to know in this hour, no matter what, no matter how things look, no matter how things feel that our God is the Lord God almighty. Our God is the God invincible in battle. Our God, who's the one who declared it is finished. That is who our God is, that no matter how things look and feel, we remember that we're not contending for a victory we don't have. We're contending for the full manifestation of the victory he has already given us. Our God is the God of 2 Corinthians 2.14, who is always leading us in triumph in Christ Jesus, not giving us triumph. He already gave it to us. He's leading us into the full manifestation manifestation of that triumph and he's leading us we have a role to play we must know who we are but the way we can play that role out is by knowing who our god is ah brilliant brilliant absolutely who we are and whose we are it's everything isn't it it is it really the is. foundation for powerful supernatural life you know new creation living just brilliant um number three i remember you sharing the story being adequately equipped and you shared that phenomenal testimony about your smile ministry will you share that yeah 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 brilliant the ways of god are so different right (laughs) they really are it's amazing because we think all right i've got to go build these massive muscles and get these howitzer (laughs) weapons but god's ways are so brilliant when we know who we are and we know who our god is we will see the opportunity in the midst of the challenge and when we see that god if we're willing david's allow themselves to be equipped correctly for the challenge so we know this with david he he didn't he knew that the the armor and the sword were not for him and god said you need these five stones We need to let God show us what our weapons, our blueprints, our battle plans are, and be open and willing them for them to be not anything you expect. I had shared the story about when I was ministering in an Eastern European nation years ago that was still dealing with the after effects of Soviet occupation. Everywhere I went, people were dour and downcast. I loved to do street ministry, and no one would talk to me. No one would let me pray for them. People ran away from me like I was a crazy person when I even tried to say hello on the street. And some uh, uh, pastors and friends that I had there said, yes, nobody here will talk with you. The only people who talk out on the streets or say hello to strangers in the shops are crazy people or drunk people. People will be afraid of you. You can't do here what you've done in other places. So after walking the city and praying in tongues for hours and hours every day, the Lord gave me a strategy. And he said, launch a smile ministry, Liz. And I thought, smile ministry, what is that? And he said, all I'm asking you to do is walk the streets. You can pray in tongues. But whenever you see someone, if they won't let you talk to them, if they won't let you pray for them, try to catch their eye even for an instant. But even if you can't catch their eye, I want you to think of me, be filled with me, and then smile at them. 
Smile at them. Let the smile fill your heart. Let the smile fill your eyes. Let the smile fill your face and release that into the atmosphere towards them. And every church that I ministered in while I was there, I released the vision of the smile ministry. And we had a smile army moving through this city to where all we were doing was letting God fill our hearts, fill our eyes, fill our face, fill our smiles, and releasing. It was it was light be, light be, light be, the Genesis 1-3 light that shatters darkness. And Liz, it wasn't in an hour, it wasn't in an afternoon, it wasn't a day, a week, or even a year, to be honest. But over time, this smile ministry so radically shifted the atmosphere of the city that years later, I was on the main street, I had just come out of an ice cream shop and the Lord spoke to me and said, look around. And everywhere I looked, people were walking and laughing and smiling and talking with one another in the street, on the streets, in the parks, everywhere I looked, it had completely, utterly, totally shifted. And a part of that, in addition to many wonderful ministries going into that region and ministering, a part of that was a smile ministry that shattered the darkness and shifted the atmosphere. I never would have thought of that on my own, but God graced me to be equipped for that battle, to see that giant of oppression and heaviness defeated, slain, and completely shift the atmosphere of that city and region. Wow. That's, I mean, it's just stunning, isn't it? It's stunning. That's being a warrior. I mean, that's mobile. You know, if, if we all did this, right? I mean, you could actually just start a movement right now, Robert. I mean, if we all did this, everyone can do this, right? We just tune back into the reality of Christ inside of us and feel his spirit beginning to dispense up and then release him. Like he just releases out of our eyes, doesn't he? And the, the fact that you guys did that collectively and it changed the atmosphere of a city, like bringing joy and displacing darkness through the light. Oh my gosh, we can all do this. Let's just mobilize billions of us and shift the atmosphere of the planet right now. <laughs> Liz, we went from where, like I said, no one would talk to me. No one let me pray for them. They actually would wow. move quickly, if not run away from me, to where in the parks we had people lined up waiting for prayer prophetic words, ministry, wow. everything shifted. The atmosphere shifted, but people became hungry for that Jesus that was in us that God showed us. He equipped us. How do we release that when no one will receive it? Well, he, and he'll he'll do the same for any area, any nation. He's got a plan. He's got a blueprint. He's got a strategy for every single person listening to this and watching. Just amazing. Do you know, and honestly, Robert, over the last couple of weeks, I've just been undone all over again by mm -hmm. the truth. You know, and Holy Spirit just takes a truth and just explodes it inside you again. He's been exploding inside me the truth that Christ, the spirit of Jesus himself indwells us. So we are actually undefeatable as this revelation explodes inside of us. And, I, and I'm in agreement in the spirit with his heart right now for this to explode in all of us, I believe it is. And this is part of how we're becoming the warriors, radiating Christ, moving in authority, unprecedented levels of authority as unprecedented numbers of us begin to shine and smile. Yeah, I yeah. love that and release the living God through our eyes. Wow. Yeah. It can oh be so simple. 
It can yes. be so simple. Yes. And the the brilliant thing about this is it shifted everything in me as well. Because yeah. there was this part of me, it's like, no, I've seen this work in Southeast Asia. I've seen this work in other parts of Europe. I've seen this work in Canada and the United States of America. And what I'd seen work wasn't working there. So as opposed to, you know, giving complete place to discouragement and frustration, the Lord gave me the smile ministry because I needed the smile within me. I needed to remember who I was. I needed to remember who he was. I needed to allow him to equip me for this battle. But from that place of God, I know you have something. And what I want to encourage everybody watching and listening, in the comments below, post the giant that you're seeing, but then declare you know God will give you a strategy. You can simply say amen or Lord, I want my strategy. He's going to do this for you because remember, He's handpicked you to be here right now for those things you're seeing, especially in the areas you're discouraged or frustrated or let's get real, even intimidated. That's the enemy lying to you. Let God speak truth to you. Declare right now, I receive the wisdom. I receive the battle plans. Post that in the comments as a declaration that you're receiving. Love it. Amen. Do it, guys. Oh, my gosh. This is literally life-changing moment ruling from an internal seat of rest and joy and radiating Jesus as a consequence. Oh my gosh. Okay. People are beginning to go, I know, I know, no, we have to do four and five. Okay. <laughs> we, all right. We all right. promise the keys. We promise the keys. Okay. Four. So number four, David's reflect on past victories in expectation of future triumphs. And this is an easy one to see. David even declares it. The God who was with me when I slayed the lion, the God who was with me when I slayed the bear is with me today. And then from that, he not only reflected on past victories, he made him expect the future triumph. So he could go at Goliath and say, today, my God will conquer you and I will kill you and cut your head off. He remembered who his God was, but he also remembered victories God had given him in expectation of triumph that day. Each and every one of us has victories that we can look to in our own lives. Um, um, and and I, I've shared this with somebody and they said, gosh, I don't know that I have all the victories that you have because I've been blessed with a lot of battles over the years. Some that have lasted you know, moments, some that have lasted weeks and months. I've had some that have lasted more than a decade, but I've always seen God show up. So there's many th things I can reflect back on. And this wonderful person was saying to me, I can't think of a single past victory. And I said, I can. And they said, you can for me. I said, yes, I can. You're not going to help. Wow. And all of a sudden they thought, oh my gosh, yes, Jesus won a victory over sin, hell, and death itself for me so I can have eternal life. Of course he can win the battle in front of me. I mean, the very same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells within us. Let him highlight, ask him to highlight past victories. It can be your salvation victory. You know, we've got a book of more than a thousand pages, a love letter straight from God's heart filled with victories that he's won and they're for every single one of us. So every time we read a victory that Joshua saw or that Jesus saw or that Peter or or, or Paul saw, we can claim those as ours because they are ours. And we can say, ah, my God did this then, my God will do this now. It's very important that we take time to remember the past victories of our God who is invincible in battle, and it will stir an expectation for a triumph in what we're facing now. Brilliant, brilliant. One of the most moving things, the stories that I've heard you sharing is when you were very chronically ill. Mm -hmm. And there was there was one thing that really spoke to me. One of the gifts that came out of that season for you 
was your depth of understanding of faith, of the power of faith and to live by faith, not by sight. And the, it, it just really moved me and it really uh, re-encouraged me again to remember that every season there's a purpose in the Lord. The Lord is working all things together for good and there is a gift in it. You know, everything has to serve us ultimately, doesn't it? Serve the purposes of God. And yes. so he, he brings beauty out of the ashes. He really yes. does. And so the level of understanding of, of faith the whole realm of faith that you have is profound because it came out of that suffering. And when you when you speak, you impart because you've lived it. It's not just academic study. This is your life that you're sharing. Even with what you're sharing now, this is your life. It's a revelation that was given you, but the impartation that comes is because it's who you are. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's never a moment wasted with God. Um, that this, that what you're, I can share quickly because I know we've got to be aware of time. But what you're referring to is that I had a, I had a health battle that lasted more than a decade of mysterious and debilitating health challenges. No doctor anywhere in the world could figure out, and I got sicker and sicker, weaker and weaker, no matter what. And I was so weak I couldn't stand up in a shower or or even walk to the mailbox to get my mail. Um, I, my eyes would burn with fever so bad I could rarely keep them open for any length of time. And one day I was in my prayer chair. I had kind of gotten myself there one morning. And honestly, Liz, as you know, because I've told, I've shared the story with you, I was murmuring, complaining. Um, I wasn't praying. I was, and I was sharing with the Lord. I feel sidelined by this. I feel like the enemy has taken me out. And the the Lord took me into a vision. And in the vision, it was many, many years in the future when my time in the earth was finished and I was coming into heaven and Jesus was walking with me. And all these people came up to me and they kept saying, Robert, thank you for when you ministered healing to me. Thank you for the healing miracle you released to me. And I turned and looked Jesus in the eyes and I said, Lord, you know me. I'm not great with names, but I'm good with faces. And I don't recognize any of these people. When did I minister to them? And Liz, he showed me that every time I declared that he was the Lord who heals, that word went forth and someone was touched by it. I had gotten so focused on the manifestation of my healing alone that I had missed that God was using me, not taking advantage of me, using me in an extended battle to come into agreement with eternal truth despite the shouts of temporary circumstances, to agree with eternal truth, to release it out into the atmosphere so the substance of my faith, as withered and weak as I felt, my faith still was in agreement with truth it was released and people were touched and healed to the glory of his name sometimes we are blessed with battles way bigger than we expect but it's always because there's fruit coming forth greater than we've ever imagined brilliant brilliant so encouraging so encouraging oh my gosh so thankful that jesus healed you we so need um, you, thank you Lord. <laughs> we so need thank you in you, this Lord. hour particularly thank you Lord. yes and so okay we have about two minutes right. left okay. of it Five. Tell us five. Final key. <laughs> David's addressed the problem head on. And we see this with David. We already talked about it. He goes running at Goliath saying, who are you, you uncircumcised Philistine? It's not arrogance. It's not pride. It's awareness of who he is, who his God is, that he's been equipped for the battle, that he's had past triumphs and expectation of this victory. He goes running at the, 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 the issue. He doesn't ignore it. He doesn't deny it. He doesn't get intimidated by it. And David's deal with the problem head on. 
any darkness you're seeing, any giant you're seeing, even if you have given place to being sidelined, intimidated, or discouraged by it right now, you can just shake that off in the spirit and just do a prophetic act and shake it off because this is your moment to realize you have seen this thing because you're going to deal with this thing. So don't delay, run at it. Don't be quiet, speak to it. Don't worry. God has handpicked you for this moment. This will be in your lane. He may stretch you, but it won't be something so impossible. Like as we come into a new election cycle, God didn't tell me here in the USA, God didn't tell me run for office. God said, create eight decrees to heal your nation and bring your nation back to me. So I immediately went to work and worked with Holy Spirit to make those decrees. And we're sending them out all over our nation and all over the world. If you want one, you can. I can get them to Liz and her team. They'll send them out to you. But you want to run right at the problem. Because here's the, the 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 promise is you're to be a giant slayer in this season. The warning is, if not, you're allowing the enemy to sideline you. You're not here for that. I speak faith to you one more time. I speak a revelation of your identity in Christ and for Christ. And in that, a realization of your opportunity to be a giant slayer and to slay that giant in front of you in Jesus's name and to his everlasting fame. Oof. Amen. Boom, life changed. <laughs> Just amazing. Robert, thank you for giving us your precious time and such a powerful, powerful word. And guys, just remember who you are. Remember who you are. Spend time with Jesus. The wisest thing we can do right now always is invest time. Just spend time with Jesus. Sit down. Just sit down. Just give yourself 20 minutes. If you're, I know we're all crazy busy. Sit down and just begin to meditate on the truth that Christ is within you and let the strength of who he is flood you again and reignite these truths inside you and then begin to decree into that darkness and release the light, release the truth, and it will bow. It will bow. The, de the temporal difficulties in our life bow to the supremacy of who Jesus is as he's revealed through us. So have the most glorious week, guys. Can't wait to be with you again next week. God bless. We have made warfare so complicated, but it's not. We've been in the mindset quite largely of a big God and a big enemy, but we don't have a big enemy. Our enemy was created by God and he is now defeated. And because of that, we don't live for victory. We live from victory. Armchair warfare is all about learning how to live victoriously from the internal seat of rest. You're not just going to learn truths in this course, you're going to be empowered to walk in the fullness of your identity and your authority. You are going to walk in the revelation of who Jesus is as King and that as King, He now resides inside of you. When Jesus said on the cross, it is finished, he birthed a new creation. Through this course, you are going to enter into the experience of that as your reality.